ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome into another episode of Between the Screens, a movie, TV show, sometimes theme parks if I have my way, sometimes wrestling if there's something relevant, podcast where two film school friends, or FSFs as we like to say around here, uh, talk about those things on a weekly basis. And I have ADHD conversations that split <laughs> off from that, and you're just along for the madness I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as always by my wonderful co-host, my, the the Nightwing to my Batman, <laughs> Stacy Castle. Stacy, how are you? I am very good, thanks. And I like that you didn't just make me Batgirl because no. I'm a girl. No. I like that I get to be Nightwing. Yeah. Because there's a mutual respect <laughs> between the two when it comes right. to, like, Dick when he's Nightwing. It's a whole thing, um, you know. So this is um, Castle, the show Castle, right? No, it is not. It's it not. Is. Okay, what is the Castle reference then? We will talk about it in a few moments. Um, okay, but let's do I'll probably feel dumb. We get to it. I am, um, I've had a kind of roller coaster of a week, so... I got a car, which is great. So now I can go to movies again and talk about them here with you. And That's great. whoever wants to chime in from home some point online. And um, But I also got a tooth pulled because it was infected and cracked. Oof. And that was not fun. Um, so, yeah, it's been kind of all over the place. But I am super excited to talk about some of the topics we have. Yeah, we have we literally have two ends of the spectrum in this episode for you. Mm -hmm. We're going to try and do our best to speed through uh, 2004. Um, There might be a random story that Stacy won't be able to hear. It'll be a it'll be an exclusive story to all of you fun listeners out there because somebody uh, tell me someone tell me because I don't listen. I can't listen. So uh, we are we start every episode uh, the same way, uh, at least for now. We'll see what happens when we catch up. But, you know, we're roughly about uh, 20 years. So we got about 20 more episodes from today. So okay. to, to catch yeah. up. Yeah. Um, you and then know. we'll figure something else out. And then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I already have the next thing ready to go. So oh, OK, cool, cool, cool. We'll figure that out. But uh, we're starting today with 2004. 2004, the year that we were alive, television, movies, video games, books, uh, anything else that I can remember. Um, What were you doing in 2004? That's a great question. Um, Listen, the early 2000s all kind of bleed together for me. Like, once my daughter is not a toddler until 2008, it's kind of just a big chunk of blur. I think 2004, she must have turned five and was getting ready for kindergarten, which means I moved out on her dad. <laughs> so, well, that's so a fun was, thing. <laughs> so I was leaving her dad in 2004. Might have been 2000. No, I think it was 2004, actually. Yeah, I never really thought about what year it was before, but that would have been the year. Moving back in with my mom. So that sounds delightful. I was also living with my mom in 2004. <laughs> I would uh, hope so. And that's because I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, I'm going to meet you soon. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're, we're, we're under a decade away, so that's good. Five years. We're half a decade. Yeah, we're at, yeah. 
that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, me and my friends were, uh, you know, living it up, having a great time. You know, it's a thing that I don't think we should add to the years, but I'm very concerned or curious about because it definitely pertains to uh, this uh, year of the number one movie that's on IMDb for this year. Uh, it, it has uh, me and my friends were like listening to music and the type of the type of music I was listening to is basically what I was thinking about because uh, the number one movie of this year is The Punisher. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely uh, loved the soundtrack because this is right before I started to learn how to like burn CDs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So this was right around there. I absolutely loved it. This is uh, the Punisher movie. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to jump right in because I jump on in. You I highly start. you go ahead and start um, the Punisher. It stars Thomas Jane and John Travolta. John Travolta <laughs> basically is this mob boss that kills Thomas Jane's entire family. Uh, I really like Thomas Jane. I think he's a ton of fun as an actor. I think he's a little underrated because he's just in like weird roles in weird movies. Have you seen Hung? Yeah. Is that the name know, of that show? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's it for a different year. But um <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll get to that one. But like yeah, that's the type but yeah, of thing. Yeah, no, Thomas Jane about. is great. You know, he great. like pops up in so many different things, but he was uh he was the punisher in this one. I think it was absolutely fantastic. I really loved that movie. Uh and I hope that if as wild as the rumors have been about Secret Wars, uh I hope mm-hmm. he gets invited. That would be fun. I hope he gets. That'd be a lot of fun. I will admit, I don't believe I've seen The Punisher. You've never seen this one? I don't think so. It could be one of the ones that I kind of forget about, and then I start watching. I'm like, oh, I've seen this movie. That happens to me quite a bit. But anytime you want to watch, I don't think so. Anytime you want to watch The Punisher from 2004, you let me know, and we will sit down and watch it. All right, Uh, I'm gonna gonna hold you to that. You have to schedule me in. Uh, another big movie this year that me and my buddy were like super in on seeing was Saw, the first original Saw movie. I absolutely loved this. I love this Saw movie. It's so good. Um, it's a ton of fun uh, from like a horror perspective. It was a lot more cerebral, especially at the time, but also being very, very gory. Uh, so it sparked obviously the Saw franchise, but I remember mm-hmm. that being a very big year. The Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, was this year? Was this year. Oh, Napoleon I somehow Dynamite. missed that one. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite this year. And it's absolutely incredible. That movie mm-hmm. defined a year of school. Uh, it, it was. Oh, yeah. It gripped all, us. All tater tots and donkeys named Tina, right? That's like yeah. all that oh, was going on that year. Oh, everybody was just a Tina, you fat lard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, another big one for me is The Incredibles. I love The Incredibles yeah. so much. It's one of my favorite Pixar mm-hmm. films. And then two that are more on the like the film end of my appreciation, and that's Shaun of the Dead and Kill Bill Volume Two. Uh, anytime I get okay. a chance to talk about, anytime I get to talk about Kill Bill, I absolutely, absolutely will take that opportunity. Uh, this one is. Tonally so different. Volume two is totally tonally so different from volume one. In volume one, you have a samurai revenge flick uh, with Mm -hmm. Lucy being the main antagonist. This we get the final, you know, the final chapter, basically. Right. Uh, 
uh, which is a Western, you know, like mm-hmm. majority of this is a Western. It's very interesting. Uh, I still wish that Tarantino would release the whole bloody affair so that I can own it on Criterion. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shaun of the good. Dead. Shaun of the Dead. I love Edgar Wright. Uh, yes. I love the way that Edgar Wright makes movies. Shaun of the Dead uh, obviously, you know, made me, you know, like everybody, like, oh, who is this mm-hmm. person? Hot Fuzz, which we'll talk about, is one of my favorite movies. I love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is great. The Cornetto trilogy is great. I came to it backwards. I actually watched them in reverse order of oh, release really? for the first times that I watched them. Yeah, it just it just happened that way based on, like, availability and everything. But sure. I love all of them. Shaun of the Dead is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, yes. Shaun of the Dead kind of redefined the genre, the zombie genre, which is uh, really, really great. Um, yeah. In the sake of making sure that this stays on track and fast, uh, that's where I'm going to wrap up. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. Um, Shaun of the Dead, also great horror comedy. I love horror comedy. Um, all right. So for me, a few that I need to mention um, well, as we've discussed, I was in my Orlando Bloom phase at about right. this time, and a little movie named Troy came out. So that was exciting for me. Him and Brad Pitt running around with no clothes on. It was great. Yeah. All oiled up, too, because, you know, they were supposed to be sweaty in the sun. Um, sure, they were fighting a war. Right, right, right. Um, mean Girls came out. I yeah. loved Mean Girls. I know I saw it in theaters. Well, I saw, I think, most of these. I really don't know how I got out this much. Oh, wait. Waitress, and after work, I'd go see late movies because somebody would already be watching my daughter anyway. That's how I got to see so many. That makes sense. Sure. All right, sorry, tangent. Collateral, one of Tom Cruise's best movies. I love Collateral. It is so, so, so. One of Jamie Foxx's best movies, too, really. Yeah. Um, Collateral is fantastic. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless, Spotless Mind, I love. Um, let's see. National Treasure. Okay, so Guilty Pleasure Time, a little movie called Sleepover, came okay. out in 2004. It was, like, for, like, preteens, I think, or young teens. It was definitely not for adults. I mean, it was a real movie. It wasn't, like, a TV. I'm trying to find, remember the girl's name that stars in it. But basically, there's a boy she likes, and they have a sleepover, and they sneak out, and, and you know, her mom is out at a club or something. I don't know. But it's fun. It's just a fun, I think easy, I've seen this movie. You probably have. It's you a fun, have. easy, easy watch. Um, the star of it now does yeah, Hallmark okay, movies that's, with her husband. Yes. I, now that I'm looking um, at it, I remember this yeah, movie. Yeah, Sleepover is definitely... A, a big guilty pleasure movie for me. Um, National sure. Treasure came out. Yes, I love National Treasure. Uh, you know, fantastic, fantastic mm-hmm. film. We have a, a we have a two four from Matt Damon this year. My boy Maddie Damon's got Born Supremacy and Ocean's Twelve. Yep, that's right. Um, and and Euro Trip. Euro Trip. It started as cameos. Uh, uh, and so I also love four. Scotty doesn't know. Yes, yeah, Scotty doesn't know exactly. Excellent. Um, another one that I like that is not very um, well-reviewed is The Day After Tomorrow. I always really liked. Okay, sure. I don't know why. I like disaster movies, I guess. Um, the, we do have a Stephen King in The Secret Window starring Johnny Depp. That was a oh, Stephen yeah. King release. And for our friend Carly, who is writing all these down right now for us, I have to mention her favorite movie that I haven't seen, but 
it's her favorite, and that's Howl's Moving Castle. And I know there are other oh, people so that like it as well as too. So, yeah. but there's one big one you didn't mention that I'm really surprised you didn't mention. Oh, there were five or six that I didn't mention, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Spider-Man 2. Yes, Spider-Man 2, uh, arguably the best Spider-Man movie until No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic, fantastic film. I absolutely loved it. Tobey Maguire, um, Tobey Maguire absolutely crushes it as Spider-Man in this one. Sam Raimi, delightful as always. I collect, uh, I collect like figures and stuff. And yep. I find Andrew Garfield came in this week. So I finally have all three of the Spider-Men. Oh, that's uh, cool. And so from uh, from No Way Home. So I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah. In terms of like movies, I, you know, I'm not going to talk specifically about them. I'm just going to kind of list. There are a bunch of them that I just kind of skipped over. Primer. I'm surprised you didn't mention that one. It's like a weird avant-garde time travel oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That I can. That's the one with the. Video, the video, the the picture of the arm with all the wires in it, yeah, right? Is that primer? Uh, the box. Okay. The box. Yeah. The cover. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, okay. but anyway. Uh, that uh, one of the big ones for me is Kung Fu Hustle. Uh huh. That I forgot to mention. I absolutely love Kung Fu Hustle. It's a com. It's a kung fu comedy movie from Stephen Chow. Ton of fun, mm-hmm. really, really goofy, very fun. Um, Team America, World Police, South Park guys. Mm-hmm. Another. Matt Damon again. Another Isn't he Matt. In that too. <laughs> Kinda. I don't know. I don't know if he's technically in. I don't it. know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse, which is the second Resident Evil movie, and it is the close. It is closer to Resident Evil to the game, and mm-hmm. it's so fun. It is so fun, so good. I love it. Um, and those are just kind of the the last oh. minute. Fun fact, I um, have a weird thing for Resident Evil movies. I will always watch them. Always. Like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't think they're good. I, do, oh, I don't yeah, know no. why, but no, I'll, I'll I've always all watch them too. Oh, oh. I will, I, all right, oh. hold on. So Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is when Alfonso Cuaron took over that year. I know, it's beeping. It's beeping. I know. Um, I know. It's very he, fun. And they and they had and you know they got a little more adult and had a little bit more stylistic change a little bit more artistic freedom and that was great and um, a little movie that probably no one has seen called The Machinist in which Christian Bale yeah. is hard to look at because he's so disgustingly thin but it is a really 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 good like weird drama that'll keep you guessing yeah so anyway Ed talk about me for a minute while I'm gone. Uh. God. Okay. So Stacy has to go take something out of the oven. So I'm going to move on to television uh, because one of my favorite shows came out this year, and that was uh, Bleach. Uh, it is an anime uh, that stars Johnny Young Bosch, who used to be uh, the Black Power Ranger when uh, Zach, the original Black Power Ranger, he had left to go to the World Peace Conference. So they brought in Adam and he uh, he took over. He was in the movie. Um, and then, oh, that was way faster. That I was, said I was going to be fast. Oh, man, I was ready for a much longer story. I'm uh, sorry. So I just started, to go away for, no, for no, longer? No, no. <laughs> I just want you to know that you ruined the story for all of the, uh, all of the friends. Uh, but I already started television shows. Uh, and I started with Bleach, um, which is a uh, an anime uh, okay. about about Grim Reapers, basically. Is oh, that's they... fun. So Ghost. I am a weirdo. I'm like you're like about Grim Reapers. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Here's the thing. 
Here, here is the thing. If you were to oh ever, if you were ever to start in to watching anime, this would be one of the ones that I would uh, send you to first. Okay. Uh, it's incredibly popular. It's still running, I think. Mm-hmm. I believe they just dropped a new season or a movie or something. But um, it's uh, basically they're like Grim Reapers is what they are. And so people die and then these soul reapers come and they like take you to the afterlife. But if you try to like escape and like run away and not get reaped, you end up turning into like a big scary monster. And then they have to like kill, they have to like kill you because you're now a big scary monster. That's like an evil spirit basically. So it's really good. Uh, I highly, highly recommend it. I was also going to talk about Entourage because I. Oh, Entourage is on my list. Entourage yeah. is on your list. Here's the yeah, thing. Entourage I love, is on my list. I love Entourage. I met Kevin Dillon at a bar called Dillon's. It might have been his bar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it was in Hollywood. So it, it like very was. well. It very well could have been. But that was it. I love that. The only thing was is that Vinny Chase was, is one of the worst characters in yeah. television. Uh, him and Ted Mosby, him and Ted Mosby are terrible because they're, (laughs) they don't have any personality of their own. All of their supporting cast members have all of the supporting, all of the like character. Mm -hmm. And he just is adaptive to fit whatever story we're telling at the moment. He's the, he's the looker. That's his personality. He's the cute guy. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're the main character of this. I don't. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel right at all. Uh, so, yeah, those are two uh, of the television shows. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, the reboot, was mm-hmm. another one that I absolutely uh, thoroughly enjoyed because I never watched the original one of uh, okay. of Battlestar Galactica. But I, I, I think it was on, like, it was on a streaming service at the time or, or I got it on DVDs mm-hmm. from the library. Probably DVDs from the library now that I'm thinking about it. And it was a ton of fun. Um Justice League Unlimited in the continuation of those DC animated films. And the, they, uh, they continued to Justice League outside of the like six members of the team that were in the original Justice League television show. This sequel mm-hmm. series opened it up to so many more people. Uh, Green Arrow was in it. Captain Marvel was in it. There were so many very fun um characters that was added to it samurai shampoo another uh anime that was on adult swim it was very funky and like hip-hop inspired and it was really cool it was a really cool take on the genre and just a really fun uh watch mm-hmm. and so that's really it for me okay um this was a bigger year for me than the last few i feel like i haven't had much in tv but um house which I was, I think I watched that entire show, which is yeah. a lot of episodes. But um, yeah, lo- House making everybody thinking they're going to die every time anything hurts at all. But fun yeah. to watch. Um, oh. Veronica Mars. Yeah. was Kristen Bell. Um, if anyone doesn't know, she's a high school student who's like a detective. And that sounds dumb. And in theory, it is dumb, but it makes for a good show. And Kristen Ritter uh, had a small role on that as well. I always bring her up because I love her. Um, Drake and Josh. I forgot about Deadwood. Oh, i never seen Deadwood. Oh, you never seen Deadwood? Very, very good. Timothy Oliphant, Ian McShane. Oh, great Mm -hmm. stuff. Great stuff. Drake and Josh, which 
I think I've seen every episode of that as well with my daughter, but I enjoyed Drake and Josh just fine. Shameless, yeah. which now um, I never watched the final season of Shameless, I don't think, but I enjoyed it quite a bit before that. Project Runway. See, this is when I watched more reality TV, but Project Runway was crazy because they'd be like, here's a bunch of trash, make some outfits. And then we'll do have a we'll have a show in, a, in like three days with your trash outfits. And yeah. So I was always just like I would say with America's Top Model. I wanted to see what crazy things they were going to make them do. I wanted to see what crazy things they were going to make them make on um, Project Runway. I didn't watch it for its whole run. No. no I no, watched no. it for a few seasons. Laguna Beach, the real OC. Yeah. So this we can think for things like Jersey Shore. Yeah. And whatever. I guess I guess we can't say it started the MTV reality thing because that would be the real, real world. world. But yeah. it started the the MTV reality like supposedly people in their own element type of thing. Like this is supposed right. to be a day in the life type of. Um, yeah, it wasn't so, the location, I guess. Right, right. They were doing their thing and just being filmed. It was more yeah. documentary style yes. in the real world, except for it was all fake. But anyway. Um, there is a cartoon called Witch about five teenage girls that were witches cool. that I enjoyed. Um, and there was a little show you may have heard of. Cool. It is called Lost. Yeah. And I know how you feel about Lost, and I, I don't, I, I get it. But I loved Lost. I still loved. I've seen the complete series probably three times. I don't care what anybody says about the finale. I liked the finale. I think I have different interpretations of some things than other people. And that's why I like it. I don't know. But I fucking loved that show so much. Like, I, it, the wait between episodes was such torture back in the day. Like, yeah, that's it why was it's so awful. Hard. It was so hard, but it was so good. It was so, so, so good. It was like the highlight of my week. And then we not only had a Stephen King movie, but we have a Stephen King show that I loved called Kingdom Hospital. About I heard that that was very good. I never watched it. it. My parents did, though. It got canceled. I think it had like a season and a half. Yeah. Maybe one season. I don't know. It got canceled pretty early on, but I really loved Kingdom Hospital. I was um, really upset it got canceled. And I will close out with that. Sure. Uh, there was one final show that I think is a weird butterfly effect that I do feel needs to be mentioned because of the events that have taken place this week. Uh, okay. And that was The Apprentice debuted oh, in 2004. I, and, I didn't even see that. Yeah. So um, I think that that's just kind of important because I think without like his like what happened in the presidency aside right and after right. uh if this show doesn't happen he doesn't get there i don't think i don't think that Probably. donald trump as donald trump um makes it to the presidency without this television show All so right. so well, it's a it's a little it's a little uh, newsworthy and um we'll move on to books let's move on to books I don't have a ton of books. I've got um, Walking Dead, Volume 1, came out, the first Walking Dead comic, which we'll discover later on why The Walking Dead is very significant for me. Um, and I won't say every time which comics came out, because there's a lot, you know, that would be a lot. But yeah, it's the first one, so it's, it's very um, 
you know, worth noting. And then I had two Stephen King books that closed out the Dark Tower series. That would be Song of Susanna and The Dark Tower itself. This series is so ridiculously good. I just wish there was some way for non-readers to be able to experience it in some way. Because the saddest thing to me about the fact that we keep getting these really horrible attempts at adaptations that fail because they're horrible is that if you don't read these books, you don't get to experience this story. And I think there's so many people out there that would really love the story and love the experience of this story that aren't getting to see it ever. Um, And I mean, it's up there with the Vampire Chronicles for me. I, I just adore. And if you like meta, man, it gets real, real meta. And um, that's it for books. All right. I have one. And I was confirming to make sure that it was this, it was correct. And that was um, Mouse, the comic. Have you ever, have you ever read Mouse? Nope, I've Uh, never even heard of it. So, oh, well, then you're in for a real treat. Um, Actually, there is a, um, there is a comic book where a man sits down with his father who was in a Jewish internment camp during World War II. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is his experience of going through the Holocaust. Um, And it is told everybody, all of the the Jew, the Jewish people are all depicted as mice and all of the uh, Germans are depicted as cats. And oh, interesting. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. I highly, highly, highly recommend it Um, along with. The uh, Persepolis. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, and so we did you did you come with me when we saw that movie, or when we saw like the the film adaptation of it? Maybe I th- I think I've seen it, but I don't know how or where. Yeah, so we went. It's uh, possible, so I, only, I don't remember it at all. I've only seen it once, and mm-hmm. we went to BU of all places. And, like, I saw it at a BU screen. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't see that then. I don't yeah. remember ever going to a movie at BU. I think I remember that. Yeah. So that was uh, that was it for, for, for books. I just wanted to mention those two. Um, okay. And so we move on to games. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that sticks out to you? Yeah, there's actually more than normal, but I don't have a lot to say about any of them. Um, yeah. We have Spider-Man 2. Which I believe I attempted and still could not swing very well and still did not get very far. Spider-Man 2 was really fun because it was an open world. Yes. And so they depicted New York as best they could uh, for the PS2. But the reason why you had trouble swinging is that in in other Spider-Man games, there was an invisible ceiling. So Mm -hmm. it didn't matter what was above you. You'd be able to swing. In Spider-Man 2, there needed to be something above you in order for him to hit the web to actually swing. It wouldn't have helped me, but I appreciate you giving me that excuse. Yeah. I don't I don't know what to use for everything else that I couldn't swing or jump in, but you know, I I usually persevered through. Now sure. if I put my glasses on, I didn't have glasses then. I didn't know. I think I just had bad depth perception because I definitely am much better with my glasses on. Um there was a little game called Fable which yeah. I played a little bit of, and I liked the premise, and I don't know why I haven't played more. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, the game. Yes. This game 
got played a lot in my house between me and my daughter and then probably later my son and um most of the time they would play a little bit and then be like here mom you play because i got stuck so i played a lot of spongebob and i very much enjoyed it lord of the rings the third age um i think i had this i think i played it a little but I am like the weirdo that likes the games that follow the movie. A lot of people don't like that. They want a new story and a new world. And I can appreciate a new story and a new world. But sometimes if the game's too hard and it's not pulling me in, I'm out. And Spyro, A Hero's Tale, which I think was the last game. I think this is what got us to um, the... um, Skylanders. Yes, thank you. Which I can't believe I forgot because that those ruled my house for yeah. Quite we'll a get to those years. Um, yeah, we'll get to those for sure. I still have a whole bunch of them. Um, so Spyro: A Hero's Tale. I don't remember how to differentiate this Spyro from any other Spyro. I just know we played a lot of Spyro. So, sure. Sure. and I recognize the cover. This one was definitely in my house. And that's it. Perfect. Uh, this is a big year. Um, this is another big year as I kind of get into 2004. Uh, we have Madden 2005. Madden 2005, uh, Ray Lewis is the cover athlete. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we're just going to kind of keep going until uh, there's they're not good anymore. Um, but this was the invention of the hit stick. Uh, the hit stick came into this game where if you use the right joystick on the remotes, you flicked it up, it would mm-hmm. d- deliver a devastating hit. So they also yep. retooled... Oh. They also retooled the um, defense, like, completely. And uh, Mm -hmm. I've been playing Madden 2024, or just Madden 24, I guess. And it feels like, in Madden 24, the same leap that they made from 2003 to 2004 with how good the defense feels. Um, And so... I'm really excited. Uh, you know, I was really excited about that back then. Really excited about the game currently. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Andreas is the third in the like Grand Theft Auto Three trilogy, where they moved to that like third person open world concept. San Andreas is absolutely huge. It takes place after California, kind of mostly the West Coast, because you're able to explore cities that are basically uh, California or uh, Los Angeles. San Francisco, and then Las Vegas. Those are kind gotcha. of the three major cities that you get to go in. And you can basically do whatever you want from the jump. It was very open world. It was great. Uh, and it's influenced kind of the entire franchise ever since. Halo 2, the sequel to Halo Combat Evolved, came out. This was the second in the initial Halo trilogy. It was great, although ended on a terrible, terrible cliffhanger that I do not recommend. We got two Metal Gear Solid games this year. We have a remake of the original Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, that was exclusive to the GameCube, so I never played it. Uh, And then the second one is definitely a top three game of mine of all time and that is metal gear solid three snake eater uh it takes place in the like in like the 60s and so it's kind of like an espionage spy thriller the uh, camouflage mechanic is really cool the villains are great the story's fun and it has an amazing amazing opening score uh, and if you haven't if you haven't heard the Snake Eater theme, it sounds like a James Bond theme. All right, I absolutely. I'll love take it. your word for it. 
Um, yeah, and so then I think that that's it. We don't really have to dive into anything else uh, when it comes to games this year. But, uh, yeah, so that's it. Anything else that comes from 2004 nope. or is I, that 2004? I think that's wrapped up 2004. I think um, probably still a little long, but definitely not because of a bunch of tangents. Just a few. Yeah, sure. Hey, tangents. look, it's only been 30 <laughs> minutes, you know? Okay, good, good, good. It's only good. been thirty minutes. Um, we're we're doing pretty good. We're keeping right, good. this we're keeping this train on the tracks. Um, nice. So, uh, you know, just to kind of recap uh, the week, you know, it's been a very eventful week for me. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to kind of jump right in. I have to. Uh, I had to go down to New York City uh, this week because we were installing a show at a place called City Winery. There are a bunch of city wineries. There are a bunch of city wineries all across the country, but the one that we were dealing with is the one in New York. Uh, we have a show up here in Boston called "Whose Wine Is It Anyway," where it, it is a mixture. It is a mixture of improv comedy, a la "Whose Line Is It Anyway," and wine. And we do like a wine tasting and like take the people through wine while also mm-hmm. doing live comedy, right? Live improv. That's fun. Comedy. So it's a ton of fun. So we do it in Boston and then we did it for the second time here uh, down in New York. And so I went down because I had to take all sorts of like promotional content for it, which was a ton of fun. But while I was there, I took the opportunity to go down to the SAG after strike and nice and go and take down it. You know, it kind of felt like it was my yeah, it kind of felt like it was my duty <laughs> as, mm-hmm. as a member uh, to go down there. Uh, it was really cool. I got to kind of talk to a lot of people and, you know, kind of gauge the temperature of how everybody's feeling. And, you know, it, it was a little vindicating because I haven't been like I haven't been on the front lines. Right. Because right. I'm just not I'm not affected in the way that a lot of other people are. Um, I'm not right. going to go. I'm not going to go into detail because I think it'll just bore the holy hell out They're of all not- of you. Are there are there like big strikes in Boston? They're not really striking no. in Boston anyway, no. are they? Because we don't right. really have so, we don't really yeah. have like an industry. We're not really like an industry town right. here in Boston, yeah. so there's nowhere for us to like effectively march. You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. Are, um, exactly. When the head of Warner Brothers did the commencement speech at BU, um, mm-hmm. the everybody showed up. We uh, you know the the union showed up to BU to protest at the uh, commencement speech. Okay. Uh, you know, so like stuff like that has happened. There have mm-hmm. been um, a few like demonstration days where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, th- uh, on the third Thursday of this month, we're all going to, you know, go in front of the, you know, uh, I forget where the last one was, but we're going to meet up and that's where we're going to do the protest and the comments. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. You know, so, okay. so there have been organized events, but, you know, we can't go to Universal, you know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't we can't just go to the Universal, the Paramount lot and just be like, uh, yeah, hey, exactly. you, guys are awful, you know, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I would say, uh, you know, Take time to support actors in whatever way you can or creatives in general. The writers are still doing it. Uh, A lot of actors have been kind of turning to like live theater, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so some actors are like going and performing. A friend of mine, she's coming to Boston. She's a writer on SNL. and, And so she's coming and doing her stage show 
in Medford, I believe, uh, next month. You know, so if you see, like, an actor that you follow or somebody, and, like, you know, yeah, the big actors aren't going to actually be doing any of this, but you're going to find right. some of your big comedy players that might be on a streaming show. What is, mm-hmm. uh, what's that popular one? I haven't watched it, but, like, I think you should leave is, like, a... Yes. So that's a very popular, like newer show that's on Netflix. And so like all of those guys are improv comedy guys, you know, and they're, they're comedians. So if they have a show coming by, make sure that you support them that way, you know, cause that's kind of a, okay. that's kind of a cool thing. Um, or, you know, go and see the movie in the movie theater, go and buy it on demand, go mm-hmm. and, you know, physically purchase a uh, physical media uh, because the contract that's like in place basically, or, you know, is it, it, it accounts for all of that stuff, you know? Right. So you're able to support that. It's just kind of like steering away from streaming services, which is incredibly hard to do this show. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going it to lie. Is. It's incredibly, it's incredibly hard to do the show because, you know, we're the big thing this week, the big thing this week, you know, I was debating back and forth, like, you know, talking about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of talking about it because I love this franchise, you know, I, and, and the big thing is, is like, I'm really, so what I'm going to do is, is I have not watched Ahsoka, which is the brand new star Wars show. Mm -hmm. Um, I am incredibly excited about it. I'm really excited about it. I think that the show is going to be great. The problem is, for me, is something that I've seen uh, a discourse about online, is that this show is not as fun uh, or as accessible as people would have hoped. And what I mean by accessible is... I know what you mean by accessible. The thing (laughs) is, is that... When you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi, I did mm-hmm. not need to watch I did not need to watch um any of the Rebels or the Clone right. Wars and I could just have watched the movies, mm-hmm. know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is, even if I just have like a kind of a vague understanding of who the character is, I can watch Kenobi and yeah. we we can get that. And the thing that I am saying online or I'm seeing online is that if you did not watch rebels and the clone wars, then this is not going to be a very enjoyable experience because it's going to leave you very confused at times because there are references to things that like the, uh, the best way that I've heard it described is, is that, and I don't know what number it is, so I don't take that, but like, this is the fifth season of rebels or. Hello. Oh, oh, you cut out a little bit. Oh, I was just, I just like basically that this was something like the fifth season of Rebels, mm-hmm. or. What- and I can, I can see that point. Um, I mean, as someone who has watched both the Clone Wars and Rebels, and did so on purpose before this show came out, not knowing how involved it would be with either of them, just sure. knowing that she was a character. A recurring character, not a main character, but a recurring character. Actually, she might have been main in Clone Wars. I don't know. I probably sound like an idiot now. But I liked Rebels much more, and I paid a lot more attention to Rebels. <laughs> she was not a main character. She was recurring. Um, 
So I am curious to see how people feel about that. I haven't watched them. I do think like if you are somebody who consumes a lot of media and you know storytelling, there's enough. It's like not spoon feeding you what happened, but you can pick up like there's a conflict here because something happened in the past with these people. And maybe I don't know what it is yet because I didn't watch Rebels, but that doesn't mean they're not going to tell you what it is or that doesn't mean it's not going to be explained sure. further. Um, but I do imagine that it is definitely more enjoyable for people who have watched it because it is just like Easter egg city, not even really Easter eggs. It's just, it's like you said, it's practically season five. It is um, very leans into rebels quite a bit, but I loved it. It gave me everything I wanted right off the bat. Um, it gave me my Loth, Loth cats. Okay. I didn't know if I'd get them. I wasn't counting on it, but I thought it was highly possible. Didn't know I'd get it right off the bat. It gave me the Night Sister. It will give me a Night Sister and talk about the Night Sisters, which um, you probably know from the books because you read the books, right? You read Star Wars books. I read, read some of them. I. I follow along with a lot more, so I'm, like, aware of lore because I like that stuff. Right. But, but like, I haven't seen all of Rebels and Clone Wars. I've only seen, like, okay. bits and pieces. Well, uh, Ventress is an antagonist, and she's a Night Sister, and I okay. love her. And I love the Night Sisters. They're, like, these red witch people on this planet that's crazy. Darth Maul, I think, came from the planet of the Red Sisters. There are red brothers, too. We just – I'm not red, Knight. Yeah. I always think of them as red, but um, night, they're night brothers too, but nobody ever cares about them. So sure. it's just all about the night sisters. Um, and so it gave me that. And I, I think the characters, as far as it not being as fun, because I have heard like a little bit of not from people that are fans of the show rebels. I don't think the characters should be as fun. They've gone through stuff. They're older. Like, sure. The they're world weary now. Like, shit has gone down, and I think that you know it's it's fitting for there to be a little bit of anger and a little bit more seriousness to them at this point in their right. life. So that didn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, I thought it was fun as far as just like it being a fun Star Wars show. I, I loved it so much. Ed. I can't even tell you. Like, I'm it really made glad. Me so so happy. Like those first uh, first two episodes, just I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the next one. It made me so happy. But um, I don't want to do spoilers, especially since you haven't seen it. So we can't do like an extra spoiler thing. So I'll just leave it at that. And um, if anybody wants to talk to me about it online, I'm down. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah um look i'm i want to get to it you know it's mostly uh, you know it's mostly just a weird weird place that i kind of find myself in a very right. weird and unique situation um exactly. you know I, I love star wars i love star wars stuff you know uh from every like my opinion of it i guess i guess the best way to describe it is like my opinion is is that they Filoni has gotten in he's like he's gotten his claws into it and so he's mm -hmm. gonna kind of do his stuff and until he's until he proves otherwise keep letting him do it you mm -hmm. know like everything that that man has done with Star Wars has been enjoyable and been like 
on track with what the Star Wars fan base has wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I look forward to seeing the whole of the season. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you're excited for? Well, uh, I watched I, I watched some other things. What did you watch? I actually watched quite a bit. Um, so I watched Jury Duty. Did we talk about that? We did talked I, about Jury Duty last week, very briefly. Did I say I was going to watch it or heard I already watched it? You wanted it? to I don't start remember. watching it. I did, so I did watch it. Yeah. And it is so good. It is crazy. It is really a crazy show. Um, but it is a lot of fun. My whole thing in the beginning was like, how do they fool this guy? And James Marsden is obviously James Marsden, but he is himself. Yeah, it's and just him. It's Everybody James- else plays characters, but he plays a very douchey version of himself that is fantastic. Um, I highly recommend the guy. Like, I think I want to marry this dude. Like the guy that didn't know what was happening. Sure. He's sure. the best guy ever. <laughs> I'm like, how is this guy? so wonderful with everybody he was just a fantastic person to go on this journey with they just knew how to pick him oh yeah they really did so i highly recommend jury duty it's a quick watch it's on amazon prime yeah streaming services but i'm sorry that's where it is um i also watched new episodes of only murderers in the building came out i watched a lot of archer for some reason like i put it on to, i was like i'm gonna put on archer while i figure out what i'm gonna do and then i just watched like three seasons of archer. You just watched like, archer it ended i was like oh i guess i'm at the end of i mean i didn't start at the beginning i've watched a lot of archer already but like sure. but like all of a sudden and i was like how many seasons did i just watch of archer this weekend um so that was fun and then me and um me and my friend alan who's on the discord a lot we watched the Gal Gadot, Jamie Dornan, Fun Fest, Heart of Stone. Was it good? Uh, no. <laughs> we knew it probably wasn't going to be good. I'll admit I had already had it on before and, like, and didn't pay attention to it because I was doing stuff. And like five minutes in, I was like, this, I need to watch this movie with Alan. Because we watched The Gray Man <laughs> together and we watched some other pretty terrible things together. Sure. Um, and it's a lot of fun to watch with a friend and make fun of. That's its right. purpose. That's it. Okay. And oh, we also started Firefly Fridays. So me and Alan are watching, rewatching Firefly. Sure. So we started that last Friday. So I guess today will be Friday, and we'll be doing the second episode. That's fun. That's super fun. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that it for? I think so. Oh, and I started reading. I I got Marvel 1602. Oh, great. I had to. I had to. So I started reading that, but great. I'm not that far in yet. And that's it. That's great. Um, there are a bunch of things that I have going on, uh, that I'm looking forward to continuing mostly in the game world, the video game okay. world. Uh, mm-hmm. so Baldur's Gate three is out uh-huh. on PC and I've heard nothing but really good things about it. It's supposed uh-huh. to be a Dungeons and Dragons sort I of, think I, I think I lost a Tinder guy to Baldur's Gate three. You might've, <laughs> you might've, with you, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that's, that's where I lost him. Like, I think he's just playing that a real, real lot right now. And that's sure. why he's no longer, I mean, I shouldn't say no longer talking to me. He'll definitely talk to me, but yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, where his attention and went. And then earlier this week, uh, something released and I'm going to pick it up either right after I finish recording right now mm-hmm. or this weekend, depending on when I have time for it. And that is uh, WrestleQuest. It okay. is, it is a 2D, uh, like RPG 
but it all centers, centers around wrestling. I've been really, I saw it released or uh, previewed at like E3 or PAX mm-hmm. or one of those. And uh, it finally came out uh, and it's on everything. PS5, Xbox Series X, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. So I'll see how much I like it. But I think this might be a Switch pickup. And, okay. then, and then also this week, uh, because I didn't realize that this was real, uh, is Armored Core... Six. Uh, okay. I, I didn't realize that Armor Core uh, that Armor Core Six was here. I remember playing Armored Core Five way back in the day. I loved it. It was so much fun, uh, and so I'm really excited to see this new one because um, From Software makes really good games, and it's probably going to be incredibly hard because they make the Soulsborne games. And my Elden Ring. My Elden Ring. So, yeah, that DLC is going to come out and kill me at some point in the next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, September is going to be a bananas month for video games. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to see that um, because there's um, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out for the PlayStation, which mm-hmm. is still 50-50, right? Do I pick it up for the PC or do I just wait the like two weeks at this point and then get it? for um the ps5 which i absolutely love so i just learned that tinder guy is a pc gamer now because i had no idea it wasn't on the playstation yeah it's not available on the playstation it's available so you just found that out i just helped helped you out with that um but then the (laughs) one that i think is uh like been very very i'm really anticipating and we'll talk about it maybe a little bit more next week but that is starfield okay so uh, Starfield is a Bethesda game, and they make Fallout and Skyrim or mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Uh, no. So not right. Elden Ring, um, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Elder Scrolls and um, Fallout. Those are like their two like huge huge games, mm-hmm. and that uh, Fallout is post-apocalyptic wasteland out of like a weird 1950s nuclear holocaust uh elden elden not elden ring elder scrolls is say skyrim <laughs> i know I, it really is skyrim i don't know there are some people that are like marwin's better and it's just like ah get out of here get uh, out of here i have it's skyrim uh they make skyrim and that is high fantasy right, right. dragons wizards monsters mm-hmm. and so now starfield comes in and that is space yeah so and, it's it's fantasy in space, so it's now sci-fi. Yeah, it's sci-fi. It's space sci-fi. I don't know if there's going to be magic. I don't think there's any magic in this mm-hmm. game. But uh, I don't really like Fallout. Uh, I love Skyrim. I think I've talked about my love for Skyrim on this show before. Yes. Where, where I own it on literally everything. If I could yep. get it on my GoPro, I would put it on my GoPro <laughs> and play Skyrim while I recorded surf videos. Uh, but... I, I this sci-fi aesthetic really speaks to me. I mm-hmm. re- like you know if you just basically mashed up Skyrim and Star Wars, boom. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's game. fun. Perfect game for me. So those that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. I am looking forward to actually I'm really looking forward to and I and I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Um, September first we get the boys spin-off series gen v okay so this is um people with powers in college yeah okay. not high school college it's it's gonna be complete mayhem i'm sure i'm so excited for it 
I love the boys so much. It, yeah. I think it's by the same creative team. And um, yeah, that is going to be super fun. And since I have a car, I might get to the theater and see Blue Beetle. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I gotta see. I got to go. I got to see Blue Beetle. Uh, I've heard terrible things about it. Really? I've heard a mixture. There's another movie, I think, coming out this weekend that prob- is not going to be near me. But if you live someplace where you get, like, indie movies and stuff, it's called Bottoms. Okay. It's um, by the same woman who did Shiva Baby. It stars the same actress who I really, really like. Ra- Rachel Sadoy, I think her name is. Like, her name just, I blanked on it for a second. And so now I don't know if I have it right. But, um, sure. She was awesome, bodies, bodies, bodies. But it's called Bottoms. I love and, bodies, bodies, bodies. And it, um, I think it's about lesbians who make a fight club to pick up chicks or something. I don't know. I don't really know. Amazing. I, I just heard really good things, and I like the team behind it. So, um, yeah, if you can watch Bottoms, watch it for me, please, because I cannot see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what I also did, and this is kind of in a weird thing, and I'm looking forward to kind of getting more involved, is I started playing Lorcana. I have no idea what that is. So Lorcana is the new game that has been dropped by, it's a tabletop, like, card game. Oh, okay. Tabletop card game. It's not a tabletop, it's just a card game. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said tabletop. Probably because you get them a tabletop. Because you play it on a table when you play. Yeah, right? Um, but it's uh, Disney. It's all mm. it's it's all Disney. It's a Disney uh, oh, like magic gathering, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Disney and the cards are beautiful. And I picked up uh, the starter decks and some booster packs. So me and some of my friends have started playing. Fun. So yeah, so that's gonna that's be very it. Very fun. Uh, anything else before we get on out of here? No, you just keep reminding me I need to pick Final Fantasy 16 back up. I don't know what happened there. I was really enjoying it and life got in the way. Now I forget about it. That's that's sitting in my back catalog because I've been playing Madden 24, which the people that listen to this show do not want to hear my review of Madden 24. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. How did I almost forget this? I just found a new show last night that I absolutely love. I've watched, I think, five out of eight episodes. It's on my list. It's freaking written down in front of me. And you just skedaddled right past it? I just went right over it. It's called Based on a True Story. I think it's a network show, but I'm watching it on Peacock. And it's about this couple who the wife is played by Kaylee Kyoko. She's pregnant and she's obsessed with murder podcasts. And the husband is like a tennis pro. Well, he used to be a professional tennis player. And now he's like, he's like coaches at a club or whatever. And, and they need a new toilet. So this plumber comes to get their, fix their toilet or install their toilet and knows the, knows the tennis guy and they discover more work needs to be done so they they trade tennis lessons for the plumbing work right okay so so they become friendly with him and while all this is this is all the first episode by the way i'm not giving any real spoilers but um while this is going on in the in the background we have in the area a serial killer who's been like terrorizing the area for quite a while who kills um, what the heck? Nancy from Stranger Things. Natalie Dwyer? Is that her name? Oh, yeah, okay, I think yeah. that's her name. Yeah, she gets it in the first episode. Um, so they come to discover by the end of the first episode that their new plumber friend is the serial killer. And do they turn him in? No. They say, let's have a podcast and put him on it. 
<laughs> That's so funny. And it is crazy. And I yeah. love it so much. And he is so, like, at first he's like, no, 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 no. But then he gets really into it and just, like, takes control. And they're like, he's the Stanley Kubrick of fucking serial killers over here. Like, oh it, it's That's a lot. So it's funny. a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So I'm really enjoying that. I have three more episodes. So honestly, I'll probably watch as soon as we're done. That's pretty funny. That sounds fantastic. Um, I started listening to a brand new podcast. And it's called Somebody Shit on the Floor. And it's oh, no. a true crime podcast mm-hmm. uh, that these two women try to fi- figure out who shit on the floor at their wedding. <laughs> okay. Um, so there you go. That's what I've been watching. So thank you very much for tuning in <laughs> to <laughs> this episode of Between the Screens. Uh, if you think that this is fun, have any sort of recommendations, think that we're wrong about stuff, please join the Discord. We have a Discord. Yeah. It's a, it's and you a know what of... happens on if you're on the Discord and you talk a bunch is sometimes you get mentioned on the show. It happens. Yeah, yeah <laughs> give me something because... we're talking about and I'll talk yeah. about it. On it. You know, leave your comments, uh, opinions. You can tell me why I'm wrong about stuff or why I, you know, why do I make the references that I do? It's a real, it's a real fun thing that we got going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow me at the Eddie McCabe on all social media platforms. And where can everybody find you? I am at Stacy LM78. Pretty much right. everywhere. Great. Um, uh, but don't tell me I'm wrong because I know I'm not. Yeah, no, she she refuses to accept that. You can tell me <laughs> to tell her she's wrong, but um, you can't tell her directly. She doesn't like to be handed things like Tony Stark. So thank you very much. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.